It's the Rally of the Valley podcast presented by Town Place Suites by Marriott. I'm your host, Jonah Goldberg, and we're joined this week by UTRGV Vice President and Director of Athletics, Chase Conk, and WAC Commissioner, Jeff Hurd. Chase, we'll start with you. Thanks for joining us. You bet, Jonah. Good to see you. Well, Chase, there's only one reason why our podcast consists solely of you and Commissioner Hurd this week, and that's simply because of the big news that came out recently about WAC expansion. UTRGV, now one of six schools in the WAC with the imminent additions of Tarleton State, Stephen F. Austin, Lamarence at Houston, and Southern Utah being added to the WAC as well. What are your thoughts on the expanding WAC? I think to simply put it, what a home run for our league, uh, but also a home run for UTRGV and our athletics program. I know you'll have the commissioner on here in a bit. You have to give him kudos and commend him for his work and pulling off such a sizable expansion. This is a big shift at the Division I level. As you look at the five new schools that will be joining our league, they all bring incredible institutional profiles, strong academics, very strong athletics. So Commissioner Hurd and his staff in Denver deserve a tremendous amount of credit, as do our presidents. I can speak on behalf of our president, Dr. Bailey, who's very much involved in this expansion. He's been very aggressive and helpful to the WAC office in trying to engage new potential members. And so Dr. Bailey has put a lot of time, as well as his colleagues across the country, at our WAC institutions from a CEO level. And then also the athletic directors, a tremendous amount of work with our current league athletic directors. And so really, it's just an overall job well done. Last week on Thursday, when we were able to see all this come together for the expansion to come to fruition, it was just an incredible day to be a part of, a home run for the WAC. The benefit for us as an institution is truly tremendous. To be able to expand our footprint throughout the state of Texas, before this year, we were the only Texas institution in the WAC. We were grateful that Tarleton State came on board in the 2021 academic year, which gave us two. But before that, New Mexico State was going to be our closest conference game. So to be able to now say we have six conference teams in the state of Texas, which is the most of any Division I conference in the country, that's just remarkable. What you're going to see is natural rivalries. You're going to see the ability for our fans to identify with these teams because of their profile in the state of Texas. You're going to see our travel become much more efficient. You're going to see a reduction in missed class days because of the divisional play as we break the whack into two divisions, a West and a Southwest division. All of those things will be byproducts of this expansion. We have such a big footprint in Texas from a recruiting standpoint, from a profile standpoint for our institution. It's just a tremendous opportunity for us. The changes to the WAC also bring about something else that's new, and that's the return of WAC football. What could that possibly mean for UTRGV somewhere down the line? It's really exciting for the conference. It's been since, I believe, 2012, since the WAC sponsored Division I football. So to be able to bring that back to our league, it's exciting for all of us. It's a big piece of the puzzle. The five institutions that we've brought in have very strong commitments, not just to athletics, but to Division I football. So we're excited to be part of that conversation as the expansion happens a little bit sooner than what we thought. That's another piece of the puzzle is that these teams from the Southland that are departing that conference will actually join us this fall. And so you'll see the WAC sponsored football this coming August and September. Where do we fit into this? You go back a few years, very well documented, very well publicized. Great study was done here at UTRGV. That was completed in 2017, really looked at the FBS level. But at the time, one of the big missing pieces was conference. The WAC did not sponsor football. And so for UTRGV to move forward, there was a big piece of the puzzle missing, and that was the conference piece. But I can also say that it wasn't the right time. There was a lot of priorities that the institution had and continues to have. So there was a whole lot of moving parts when UTRGV was created in 2015. And it probably was too soon, but the study was good. Coach Brown and Oliver Luck leading that charge. They provided great insight, great credibility to the process. So it was a good exercise. 
as we move forward and we look at with the WAC with football, what's next for us as an athletics department, it gives us the opportunity to talk about the expansion of sports, not just football, but other sports and things that we want to pursue and address within our athletics program. But the football conversation, it's happening. It's obviously a big story. Is UTRGV going to start a program? And I can tell you that we have expressed the intent to explore football at UTRGV. We are going to refer back to the, the old study that's now four years old. There's a lot that has to be updated from a pro forma standpoint, financial standpoint. The other piece of this is this is FCS football, which is tied into the national playoffs, a little different than the FBS model. And so this is a little bit different path, a really good path for us to be able to go down. But at the end of the day, it's about our students and our campus community. And there is a process here. It starts on campus. It starts with conversations with our students, with our campus community, our faculty and staff. There's a legislative piece to this. There's also a board of regent and system approval piece. We are committed to going through the process. We're committed to engaging in conversations with all of those constituents, the Rio Grande Valley, with citizens in both Hidalgo and Cameron County, with our students in Brownsville and in Edinburgh. So this process is underway. There'll be a lot of fact-finding. There'll be a lot of information gathering, but there also will be a, a whole lot of listening. And I'm excited about it. I'm excited that there is enthusiasm to possibly see sport expansion here in the athletics department. But we can't lose sight of the 16 sports that we currently have and the strength of those 16 sports and our 280-plus student-athletes. And we talk about rallying the Valley, and we truly believe that our 16 sports give us the ability to do just that. Now, you can't deny the fact that football is a tremendous rallying point. It's a great unifier for universities and colleges all across the country. And football is king in the state of Texas. And so you have to recognize that. And you have to recognize the fact where the whack is moving with football. But at the same time, our commitment to our 16 sports, there are things that we still have to accomplish to make sure that we're giving every one of our student athletes the best opportunity to compete for championships. And so that commitment is unwavering. And we will continue to pursue things for our 16 sports that we need to, but with an eye on the future at the same time. That makes for an exciting time to be here at UTRGV. It's kind of amazing that at a time where Division I schools across the country are cutting sports or taking other extreme financial measures, UTRGV is in such a good spot that you've been able to support the 16 sports. The staff has been protected. The idea that you can even consider thinking about adding a sport really speaks to just how well UTRGV has been able to weather these tough times. Absolutely. And what a credit to Dr. Bailey, our senior leadership team here at the university. You learn a lot about people and organizations and operations when you go through tough times. And we've all been challenged and pushed and pulled in so many different directions. But the fact that we've been able to not do anything that we would regret, and finances are such a big piece of what's been impacted during COVID. But the fact that this institution, that Dr. Bailey, Dr. Arnie, our leadership team, Maggie Hinojosa over strategic enrollment, and then a credit to our students, they've doubled down on their education. Our students have not let the pandemic define them. And that's something that Dr. Bailey messaged very hard. This was going to be a journey that we were going to be on together as a campus community, but let's not let this define us. So to see our enrollment increase 12 plus percent in the fall, to see us hold on to that into the spring semester, to see the Valley really rally around each other to create the best healthy environment that we can with the School of Medicine leading the charge and UT Health RGB. We're very, very fortunate here that not only have we been able to sustain operation and take care of our student athletes, coaches, and our programs, but like you said, that we can look ahead. And it's not easy. Day-to-day work, we talk a lot about we have to check that COVID box first. We have to make sure that we're healthy, that we're safe, that when we do compete and we do train, that we're doing it the right way, we're following all the protocols. And that takes an enormous amount of time from our staff and our coaches and a lot of protocols to adhere to for our student-athletes. But at the end of the day, at 
it's fun to be able to look and work on proactive initiatives. The WAC expansion was one, sport expansion is another. I can tell you it's been unbelievable to see the philanthropic support, even through the pandemic, that we've been able to benefit from as an athletics department. Our corporate partners have been unbelievable. Nobody has left us. They're sticking with us. They know better days are ahead. And then to be able to announce something so big, so public with the WAC expansion, it paints that perfect picture. We are going to get through this. A lot of institutions talk about better days are ahead, brighter days are ahead. I don't think that could be any more true for us. And that's truly the case here for UTRGV. The future is extremely bright. 520 days in office and counting. Chase Conk, Vice President and Director of Athletics at UTRGV. Thanks for joining us. I don't know who's counting, Jonah, but thank you. It's been a pleasure. The Rally of the Valley podcast presented by Town Place Suites by Marriott Rolls On. We're now joined by Jeff Hurd. He's the commissioner of the Western Athletic Conference. Jeff, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you, John. I appreciate the opportunity. Jeff, you've had a pretty big few weeks bringing in five new members to the Western Athletic Conference in Abilene Christian, Lamar, Sam Houston, Southern Utah, and Stephen F. Austin. How did that all come together? It's a really good question. It doesn't have a single answer, but I will tell you in general terms that it took roughly a year, first conversation to getting it completed. There were a number of people involved in it. As I mentioned at our press conference, it's not something that's done by one person. Without the collaboration, the vision, the cooperation from our board of directors, which is our school presidents and our athletic directors and those counterparts of the new institutions, this could not have been done. There were a lot of ups and downs along the way. There were a number of times that came into the office thinking that we were real close. There were a number of times I came into the office thinking this isn't going to happen. We're too far away. But ultimately... We got it put together and literally was almost a year to the day from the press conference, the first conversation took place. So how did that conversation start? Do you wake up one day and say, you know who would be a good member of the WAC? I'm going to give them a call today. How does that happen? I often use this analogy that when you have a question you don't have an answer to, you either go to Google or you go to Siri or something like that. And I can tell you, you cannot go to Google and ask the question, how do you get five institutions to move from two other conferences into yours? There's not an answer there. In this particular case, it was a recommendation from one of our athletic directors. Hey, there was a school out there that might be interested in talking to us. So why don't you make a phone call? And that's how it started. And then that led to some other conversations. And there were some formats along the way that we looked at. But ultimately, it turned out that this was the best case scenario for the conference. So we were able to get a stronghold in Texas, which was big. In addition to that, to add a third member in the state of Utah, also important. We're able to make better sense of our geography by doing that. We still have distances, but we have filled in those distances. So we have drivable games in many sports now, especially in Texas, but also in the Western part of the conference. Doesn't mean we don't have work to do because we still do. But I think we positioned ourselves where we have an opportunity to grow the conference, to definitely strengthen the conference in all sports, not just basketball, not just baseball or softball, but we also bring football back into the conference under the WAC umbrella. We still have some work to do there. We have to grow that sport, but there's a number of positives to this. I'm really excited about the future. How does bringing back WAC football impact the conference? Well, a couple of ways. One, there's a little bit of a misconception, I think, that this expansion was purely football driven, and that's simply not the case. 
Football was a positive result of the expansion, but we looked at it from a standpoint of how do we strengthen men's basketball? How do we strengthen other team sports in the conference? How do we become more of a national player? I hate this term, but as a mid-major conference, how do we become more of a player nationally? How do we increase our NCAA tournament chances in all team sports? And so that was really a driver behind this. Now, the football piece was important. For a long time, the WAC sponsored FBS football for nearly 50 years. And so it was good to bring it back and bring it under the WAC umbrella, even though the FCS level rather than FBS. But one thing football does is you try to drive and develop multimedia contracts and multimedia opportunities. Football is a driver in that. What it does is it expands our opportunities to increase our distribution, to increase the revenue that we get from those contracts. That's a big part of it. And quite frankly, the other thing it does, it gives us another sport at the NCAA level, Division One level, that we have a legitimate opportunity to play for a national championship. Black, no stranger to national championships before at the FBS level, now a chance to win them at the FCS level. And it's exciting that when you added these schools that you really did manage to bring in national championship contenders. It's not normal for national championship contenders to switch conferences. No, it's not. And we were fortunate to be able to do that. And we were fortunate to bring four institutions into a state. We already had two. And one of the key elements of our expansion is we intended to visualize all team sports other than men's and women's basketball. And of course, football will play as a single conference entity. But that's going to save on travel costs for all institutions. And of course, we'll have conference championships at the end of those seasons. Well, there will be crossover play then. And we will have crossover in men's and women's basketball, but we believe this is financially sustainable from a travel standpoint. It's also a format that allows fans in many instances now to travel to road games, regardless of the sport, whether it's football, basketball, softball, volleyball, whatever it might be. We have a number of situations now where that can happen as opposed to our previous geography, which basically was an airplane league. If you wanted to go to another game, you had to get on an airplane. So we've been able to make better sense of our geography. Still work to do. We'd like to find, in essence, a 14th member so we can have two 17 divisions rather than a six and seven. So we have work to do there, but we've created a very stable platform and ready to move on from that. Well, fans may not be used to what divisional play might mean, say a sport like baseball, for example. If UTRGV is in a division with the other five Texas schools, does that mean they play each of the five Texas schools once? Do they play them twice? How does that work? Well, that's still to be determined. The administrators at some point will meet as a group and determine that. My guess is it would be a double Ron Robin where you play each of those teams twice, once at home, once away. In baseball, that would be 30 games. But that's the key there. How many games do coaches want to play? You can do it a couple different ways. If you go single Ron Robin, you can play a four-game series, play 20 games. Or if you went double Ron Robin, it would be 40. I mean, the three-game series, it's either 15 or 30. So you have to get input from the institutions. What are they comfortable with and what are the coaches comfortable with? There's a fine line there as to how many non-conference games schools want to play and are able to play. And my guess is in baseball that we're going to be at the 30 number, but at this point, purely a guess. Other sports will do the same thing. We'll vet it with the coaches. We'll vet it with the administrators and see what makes the most sense. I want to know what the moment was like when you knew this was a done deal, when you knew the five schools were in, your year of work had all come to fruition. What's that moment? I can honestly tell you in my tenure in the WAC, and I've been here for more than three decades, and I've seen a lot of coming and going among members, and some have been really good, some have been not so good. This one is certainly most exciting for me personally, and I think for the conference. I think it's the one 
that has the most dramatic impact on the conference of any of them. Well, after the 12 months of trying to get this put together and finally realizing that we did it, it was nice to come to my office once and be able to sit back and not worry about what's this next phone call going to bring? Is it going to be good news or bad news? And everybody who worked on this, my staff, other presidents in the conference, athletic directors, it's just an overall good feeling. I remember the first time I saw you welcome a new team into the WAC a few years ago. UTPA, Legacy Institution of UTRGV, joined the WAC July 1st, 2013, press conference. I want to say December 19th, 2012, and I think you were wearing a brown suit. You've got a lot better memory than I do, Jonah. I remember being there. I don't remember what I was wearing for sure. That was a time when the WAC, quite frankly, was looking to survive as a conference. And we added five or six institutions and we were spread all over the Western United States from North to South and to the West and to the Northwest. And it was a marriage of convenience at the time for everybody. It created AQ opportunities for a number of institutions, but from a sustainable point, whether it could be sustained long-term financially because of the travel involved, that was a question mark. I think it's a credit to our institutions that we were able to sustain it. We were able to improve. But at the same time, I knew in the back of my mind, I'm not sure how much longer this is going to last if we're not able to do something to make it more financially sustainable and to make it a situation where our competition is going to elevate to the point where we can be more of a national player. Because eventually what happens is you get If you have success, you have your top teams get looked at by other conferences, or sometimes maybe schools get disenfranchised or dissatisfied with the format and what's going on. Where do we go to next? And in that particular case, you're not dealing from a position of strength. We are now. really believe what we did, did a lot more than just add a sport or sports to the conference. It created a number of positive things moving forward. I know I've been blown away with the growth of the WAC since then UTPA joined the conference. What has it been like for you watching UTPA and UTRGV grow over these last seven and a half years? Very satisfying. I get asked this question a lot when you expand, what do you look for? One of the things you do look for is you look at institutions that have upsides, that have the opportunity to grow, have the, the vision, you know, have the support at the top. You have the resources to be able to grow their programs. And to some extent, you can look at Grand Canyon University as another one of those that I can tell you when they first came into the conference, it was nowhere near what it is today. Same is true with California Baptist. It still is a transition institution, but California Baptist came in as a virtual unknown. And what that school has done and what President Ellis has done there in terms of growing the university, growing facilities is amazing to me. And that's true if you look at the WAC It's basically a conference that has had success transitioning institutions from Division II to Division I, and then in some cases grabbing institutions that either didn't have homes or really looking for a direction for their programs to grow. And UTRGV fell into that category. And if you look where at that time UTPA was when it first came into the WAC and where it is not only as an athletic program, but as an institution today, it's light years difference. Very personally satisfying, even more so for those who are involved with the university. Well, Jeff, I offer you all my congratulations on what you've been able to do with the WAC, and I want to thank you for allowing us to be a part of it. This has been an incredible few years. I'm excited for the next decade, more, however long it's going to be. Well, those are the things you never know the answer to, but I am too, Joe, and I like what we have. And now if we can just get to the point where we don't have to worry about a pandemic in order to play games and to move on and that we get back to business as normal, not only athletically, but as institutions try to keep students involved and keep them on campus if at all possible and get back to 
actual classroom work and move forward with everything. Can't come soon enough. Jeff Hurd, WAC Commissioner, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks, Joan. I appreciate it. This has been the Rally of the Valley podcast presented by Town Place Suites by Marriott. To check out archived episodes, visit goutrgv.com slash podcasts.